1: I've been waiting for this right here. Good to see you, big guy. Congratulations on the year. It's been fun to watch. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Um, You know, of course, we're covering your game at NBC this week. Ravens, Bills, excited about that. First thing I want to ask you, just a fun question. Because every week I sit there at NBC Studios, and I'm a fan of yours. And I just... Uh, me and Mike Tirico. Oh my gosh, what a play by Josh Allen! Holy cow, I can't believe that. If you could pick one from 2020, what's the what's the play that stands out to Josh Allen more than any this year so far? One play? Yeah, one play. Oh my goodness.
2: Um, there's been some crazy ones. You know, my yes. mind obviously goes to the one in Miami, the the Van Noy throwing a linebacker down. Um, I think most recently this one kinda sums up the quote unquote Josh Allen experience, if you will, was the uh kind of RPO. I was supposed to run it in and I saw Dawson Knox late and just kinda shot putted it to him and he, he made the dive and catch and sometimes it's a little chaotic, sometimes it's not super pretty, but uh you know, we got the job done on that one.
1: That that was uh, unbelievable and that was total backyard chess pass basketball stuff. That was amazing. I am surprised. You, I thought you might take one where, you know, you got to un- unleash that right arm. Like maybe the play where you, you got out of Aaron Donald's sack and then made that throw down the middle. But last week's was pretty damn good. I can't, I can't lie.
2: Yeah, there, there's a couple that I could Like even going back, the one with the Raiders, the, uh, the little corner post to Steph where he went up and mossed the safety, uh, let that one go pretty good. But, you know, he made a better plan that I could have let him a little more.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, all right. So I, a little bit of a big-picture big, big picture question here. Because week two, you play the Miami Dolphins. They cut the lead to, like, 24-20. And just for me, as a fan of Josh Allen, the Bills, I respect what you're doing, I went, ooh, it's 24-20. I wonder what they're going to do. And they, you guys stayed the same. They let you cut it loose. You throw a long touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs. To me, that was the moment where I went, ooh, Wait, Josh Josh Allen's is in the trust tree. They trust him with the ball all the time. You know, what was that moment for you? Or was there another moment that signaled, okay, they trust me with the ball in my hand in the big moments?
2: Yeah, I, I definitely see that. It was uh, Miami, you know, we were up late and we threw the long touchdown to John Brown there, the, the deep post. And, you know, Dable's been extremely open and honest to me and, you know, there's games where he goes and we're we're not going to run the ball this week we're going to throw it and we're going to put the ball in your hands and um, to have that relationship with Dable that I do and and the trust of him it's awesome you know it really is to go out there and play freely and play play loose um, and not really worry about the outcome or the consequences and uh, just try to go out there and be the best quarterback that I can be so it's a good situation what we got going on right now Um, but again it's it's accumulation of 10 other guys on the field doing their job receivers getting open catching the ball and, and making me look good
1: How do you balance that? Like, that's what I'm amazed by by you. Like, the I'm going to go out there and cut it loose, and it looks like you're having fun playing backyard football, yet you don't throw interceptions or turn the ball over. You've been very smart with the ball all year long. Like, what are some of the things that go into your mind or during some of these plays or just in general your approach?
2: Well, I mean, it's it's the trust that I have in Dable, And if he calls a shot play – me just understanding, like, if I don't have the shot, take the check down, find an outlet, and he's going to call it again because he's shown that he's going to call it again. Um, so it's these little tidbits, too. He'll, he'll give me in my headset. So he's like, hey, just OTA. It's outlet, throwaway. Um, uh, oh, that's not what he calls it. What does he call it? Uh, outlet, throwaway. Dorsey's going to get mad at me because I, I forget about the same. Cause I haven't used it in so long because I've, I've been good with it. Outlet, throwaway, check down. You know, that OTC, OTC, that doesn't sound right, but there's, there's another acronym that he has and uh, Dorsey's going to kill me, but um, you know, it's just being smart with the football, you know, trusting my guys and understanding when, when to say when.
1: Okay. All right. Well, you're good at everything else, except for remembering three initials. We'll we'll, we'll work working that. Okay. We'll try to improve that. All right. Another just big picture thought as I watch you this year. You know, back-to-back losses against the Chiefs and Titans earlier in the year. You know, it, it felt like you guys were a cut below elite at that point. But ever since then, it's changed. Like, what did you learn? What, what changed from that point on? Or am I wrong? And that's not the moment. And maybe it was the Hale Murray moment. I, you tell me.
2: No, I mean, I, I think going back to those games, seeing how that they were defending me. Because early on, we were getting a lot of man. Um, a lot of post-high where we got into those Chiefs game and the, and the Titans game. It was a lot of split safety zone. And, you know, at that point, just understanding what we were trying to do on offense and using Cole Beasley basically as our run game and dinking and ducking down the field, getting our guys on safeties and w- when we could, you know, that's really what it came down to. And I was making, you know, a couple boneheaded decisions in those games that cost us a, a couple uh, chances too where we had the chance to go down and drive and, and make it a really close game you know, late in that Tennessee game. Um, and I throw a pick and they go and return it basically to the 10-yard line and score a few plays later. So, you know, just having those experiences, though, where things don't go in our favor and I can learn from them and I can understand, okay, let's not let's not stress it here. Let's not press. Let's take the check down. Um, OST, outlet, scramble, throwaway, there it is. Um, and, uh, you know, try to put this team in good positions to win football games.
1: Okay, okay, now we got it. Outlet, scramble, throwaway. Okay, we finally got it. You are coachable. Just wanted to know. All right, that's good. Um, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And, I mean, as a viewer, yeah, you're right. Teams are playing you man-to-man, and that made you adjust, and you you have adjusted. Now, like, here's another aspect I'm fascinated with you. Like, before a few weeks ago, it was – the Josh Allen haters of the world. They just, they can't help themselves. Plenty of them out there. I had to deal with criticism before as a player. Texas people always had issues with me there. So I can relate. But like, that, as much as you ignore it, you, I know you heard some of it. It's not pleasant. How do you, how did you internalize that? How do you channel the noise? How did? How did you work with it?
2: Well, I mean, the, the crazy part about it is, you know, it's hard to ignore it in this day and age. And I did my best to mask it and kind of look the other way, but there's nothing anybody can say that that'll hurt my feelings because odds are I've probably said it to myself. I'm very, very critical of myself. Um, I'm a very big negative self talker and to a fault sometimes, but that's, that's what gets me going is me kind of kicking myself in the butt and, and trying to shake things off that way. And, um, again, I've had the same thoughts as a lot of other people, you know, there's been games where I just playing out, wasn't good enough. And, um, the thing is I know I can, I can be that guy. And until I got to that point, um, you know, I still, still negative self-talk, but now, I mean, I still always had that confidence in me and that that's never gone away. That'll never go away. Um, because I just always knew that I had it in me and I had to pull it out somehow. But, uh, obviously there's still things I want to improve on, um, this off season when I get time. Um, but, Until that point, you know, we got Baltimore
1: on Saturday night. So you never were like, I'm going to write the name of this guy down and remember and get my revenge. You never went down that path.
2: No, no, not at all. And, again, my whole thing about playing football, it's not making everybody or proving everybody wrong. It's proving myself right one and then proving, you know, this front office um, and this coaching staff that went out on a limb to trade up and get me, make them, you know, make them look good.
1: Okay, all right. Because you brought it up, like, and I was, I'm, I'm similar. I was a self talker myself. I'm not saying I'm in Josh Allen's class as a quarterback, but okay, you make a bad decision in the game. Like, what? Tell me, what does Josh Allen say to himself in his head? Give me a little, just a little close. There's a lot, a
2: lot of, uh, a lot of bleeps. Uh, I don't yeah, make you guys press the bleep button too often, but it's just like, come on. What are we doing, man? Like, stick to the rules. Understand what you got to do. Don't throw across your body this and that. Why would I remike it here? I saw that there was numbers on the other side. Let's leave the protection the same, um, you know. And it's, it's like it's little things. Like even going back to last week, uh, we had a, a play where Steph got up on the safety and ran a corner post, and would have been a walk. And he got a fair caught it in the end zone. And uh, you know, I saw the, the ninth, or it was a six tech. The the end was tucked inside. The star was pressed, um, and I didn't see pressure come from their side. So I, I remiked it. And as soon as I snapped the ball, I saw the backside backer come. Knew I was hot, and was just kicking myself because looking at that picture after the after the game was just like, uh, it makes me so mad, and I just can't, I can't celebrate the fact that I just missed a play where we could have, you know, put the game away earlier. Um, but it's just little things like that, and uh, it's something that I've learned from, obviously, and and I'll try to adjust it next time we go on the field. But uh, little things like that just tick me off.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So basically, what you say is, oh. I mean, fucking A, Josh. I know better than that. What are you thinking, you fucking idiot? Yeah. That's what you say to yourself. 1,000%. Okay, good. You're my guy. I like it. That's what I'd say to myself, too. All right. You talked about, like, working on stuff. I mean, all the talk, it's been about your mechanics, your improved accuracy. All right? You know, why? What, what sparked the changes? What did you think that had a change in evaluating yourself?
2: Well, going to this offseason – um, I got my mechanics kind of digitally mapped by a, a little company called Biometrics, um, and they were able to kind of pinpoint what was firing in your in your motion the right way and how it was supposed to fire, and uh, just trying to find little deficiencies um, in your mechanics. And I found out basically my arm was beating my hips to the to the release of the ball, which you know isn't a great thing. And right. uh, I was using everything up here and nothing down on the bottom, so trying to change that um trying to make sure that my hips are firing first kind of incorporating the little Rogers pop in my left foot um that's been a huge key and a huge help for me it's been able to kind of make the ball come in on my hand really well and you know i feel like i'm at to a, to a point right now where i don't i don't miss too often and when i do miss i understand what happened and why i missed um so it's just, it just it feels good, and I'm not gonna lie. And it's uh, I talked to Tony Romo in the Super, at the Super Bowl last year, and he just talked about um, a guy by the name of Mickey Mantle, I believe, a baseball player and one of the greatest players of all time. And the way that he was able to bat at such a high high average, he figured out how to keep his bat in the zone in the longest. And I could be wrong. I, it could not be Mickey Mantle, but I think it was him. And me and Tony, yeah. Tony. And trying to keep that bat in the range or the area of the ball as, as long as possible in order to create, you know, higher percentage of contact. So in my mind I kind of twisted that and was able to find out a way how to keep my arm in the area as long as possible in order to get the ball there and not trying to create this little, literally this uh, vertical angle that I was thrown on last year and causing the ball to dive and sail because my release point was at such different points where it kind of came and in my mind. I see a strike zone. If I can stop my hand, after I throw the ball and that strikes and I feel, I feel like I'm, you know, more consistent and more accurate. Yeah. It it looks that way. I mean, it really does. So
1: what you're basically saying is you found ways to use the hips, the body and let the arm react off of that instead of just throwing all arm, basically. I got that right. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And and like what you obviously improved, you're obviously more comfortable. Like you're saying, like What is the sensation you get, though, as compared to maybe old Josh Allen? Is it just a total, like, I just feel like I have control of the football better? Control of the
2: football, it's spinning out of my hand. Like, there was points last year where, like, I'd have these little dirt balls, and it felt like the ball was getting stuck to my hand, and I'd release it, and I'd try to stop it, my fingers would get stuck like this, where now it's just all kind of, like, pointing the ball where it should be going, you know? Right. And you're going to think, like, did you think about, like,
1: your, after letting the ball go, like, more across your body? Is that you think about that more? Because I noticed well, that when you're throwing. It's more almost like that over there.
2: It, it is, but like I said, in my mind, I'm trying to stop my hand in that strike zone. Gotcha. I release the ball, and it's here. Once I see it kind of releasing, it's here, then I kind of let it go across. It's become more of a rotational thrower instead of, like I said, that vertical axis type throwing
1: no doubt that's what the good ones do there's no doubt you you gotta rotate you can't go up and down all right thank you for that that was cool all right next one you see one-on-one with Stefan Diggs. what goes on in your mind
2: nothing else but
1: throw to that guy Uh,
2: and if he's going deep look the safety off and give him a chance that's it oh okay that's
1: i mean it looks that way i i've been saying that all year long as i watch you all right from that, I'm going to break down this play on the pregame show on Sunday Night Football. That, that TD last week, to Diggs, you know, the one in the fourth quarter, kind of walk me through that if you don't mind. Just the blitz, the mechanics of everything, you getting out from the center, getting in the shotgun, and then, of course, the strike for the touchdown.
2: Yeah, so we had um, – it was a double play. So originally I saw it too high, and I alerted it. Saw those backers bossed over. I saw the safety ready to come down, so I reloaded it. Went back to shotgun, and uh, in that play, he's really supposed to run a post. And we're playing off the safety, and we had shown this RPO look where Steph and John were stacked. St- or it, it was Cole and John were stacked. Cole runs a little short post, about about five yards. And, uh, you know, we had the right protection called. I, I got to get the re Our guys picked it up. I gave a little pump fake to Bees, who was in the slot, hoping to get that safety to dive up a little bit. He stopped his feet. But I, I looked to the right and expected Steph to be kind of coming across the field. But all I see is his back of his numbers and the corner's numbers. and um, Kind of a late reaction, just throw it up and, and give him a chance. And uh, he did the rest.
1: Wow. So he was supposed to run the post route. And because that corner played that inside leverage and yeah. everything like that, he ran straight. And you just saw him on the fly and did that.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I'm not very critical. Like, there's some quarterbacks that are super critical about depth and uh area of the field and where you got to be at this time there's really only two things that i say to steph um he's he's extremely talented um you know he's uh explosive whatever you want to call it but all i tell him is get open catch the ball and it's just that type of relationship where i trust you if you break it off uh, you know stop at six yards instead of eight or nine or whatever it is just make sure that you're open and i'll get it to you and uh You know whether that's good or bad. You know it works for us, and uh, it's just that relationship and that trust and the chemistry that we have.
1: Yeah, well, it shows. It's it's fun, and I'm not sure it's not the best combination of football right now. Okay, one other play from last week, fourth quarter, free blitzer on your left. I believe it was Moore, right? I don't know. Maybe you swore at yourself during that one. Maybe you went, "Gosh damn it, fucking Josh Allen! Why didn't I protect him?" But either way, you avoided him and made a great throw to Gabriel Davis, just talk talk about that, where like it didn't work out, but it worked out in the end anyways.
2: Yeah, um, you know, I've been able to do that a couple times to so these nickels that are blitzing off the uh, the edge. You know, you put the ball in the air and they, they jump. And uh, I'm a little elusive and was able to get out of it and played my eyes a little bit. Xavier Rhodes is kind of in a little window and got him to just take a step towards the flat and saw Steph out there, um, you know, and he, he got rocked as he hit and kept on, and, sorry, Got rocked as he as he got uh, as he caught it. Kept on. God, I can't even talk right now. I'm sorry.
1: You're all right. I'm it's, I'm big time. I know. Don't get too nervous. It's all right. I'm just. Christian, Anyways, so saw Xavier
2: jumped this jumped a little flat route. Gave Steph a ball we can catch, and he got rocked as he as he caught it and was able to hold on to the ball. as He went down.
1: Yeah, it's just I I enjoy it because you you beat defenses both way right now with your brains and your brawn. And it's it's cool to watch because it's not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to get it right with how to protect it and all that. Um, okay, few more here. Well, first off, the blitz. When did you become so comfortable with the blitz? Now you know a lot of times young quarterbacks don't like the blitz. You're you seem like you welcome it.
2: Yeah, I mean it. As long as we can get it protected, we understand that there's zones in the defense that you just can't cover. Um, especially with our guys outside. It leaves matchups one-on-one, no help inside, no help outside um, most of the time. So, you know, it's something that we welcome, um, something that we work extremely hard at. You know, our protection plan is is, is key. Um, but basically sticking to our rules and just understanding what their coverage is behind these blitz and where to attack them. Um, we've been good at that, you know, all year really. And that's that's credit to the coaching staff for finding ways to to get the ball out and again it's me knowing the protections our guys execute the protection plan um, and understanding when i'm not protected if i'm hot guys looking quick for me and giving me good body language and that's that's as simple as it can get
1: yeah right i mean you guys are phenomenal against it now you got a team like the ravens who are also phenomenal at it on their own side as far as getting the quarterback and blitzing what's the best way to describe the, the ravens defense
2: um i mean disruptive um like i said they'll bring in five big guys drop the two guys on the left side and bring two little guys and it's just they they try to trick you and they try to get you and it's gotten a lot of people they'll go a lot of blitz zero um so our plan is obviously try to protect it and when we can't get out of the play and get into something where you can manage um our guys know a lot look quick this week and again they got two guys on their side of the football that just they're unbelievable at punching the ball out and humphries and, and peters and um, they study film on how to get the ball out, and that has been, been a big emphasis on our guys this week of holding on to the ball and making sure we're running with two hands. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, they're going to blitz it. They know that. We know that. Uh, it's If we can stop it or not, and uh, I really think that's going to be the, the key to the game.
0: Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting Lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the marines. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince rag and bone adidas joe's mark jacobs and more great brands great prices every day at nordstrom rack but hurry for first dibs get your summer favorites up to 60 percent off at nordstrom rack today great brands great prices that's why you rack for 25 years mike's has been making lemonade the hard way Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Snow. Like, what's you played snow a lot in college. What's, what's the rule book for Josh Allen in the snow? Does anything change your approach, the way you grip the football or throw or anything like that?
2: No, actually, when it's colder and it's a little snowy. Uh, it's different when it's wet, but if it's kind of like a dry snow, and uh, sand yeah. sand, um, I actually feel like the ball comes out of my be- my hand better. It's it's a weird feeling. Um, as long as it's not super windy, you know, I, there's nothing that I really need to change. And, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons I was drafted here is because I played in it in Wyoming. I got the big body and, and the frame to do it. So uh, it's, it's what I'm supposed to do, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you're good at it. Now, like Lamar Jackson coming to town. Same draft class. I know you probably answered this this week, but, you know, how closely do you follow him? And, and Baker Mayfield, who's also in your class, how, how close do you follow, you know, your fellow 2008, you know, draftees uh, during the season?
2: I mean, it's, it's not just them. Um, it's really whether I'm playing, as soon as I'm done playing, I'm at the house, I'm turning on football and I'm watching it. You know, NFL red zone with Scott Hanson, uh, watch, looking at all the octoboxes going on. Um, but you know, I, I follow football extremely close and I love, you know, watching my guys excel and, um, there's not anybody in the league that I, I root against, obviously, but there's a couple guys I root, root for and Lamar's one of them. And, uh, just how he carries himself, you know, off the field, um, you know, how humble he is, the way that he plays the game, obviously is awesome. And, uh, for him to be so scrutinized coming out and he should switch positions, this and that, and to come out and be the a Unanimous MVP last year, and, and still continue to elevate his game this year. Uh, he's been extremely fun to watch, and he's just one of those guys you never know what's going to happen. He can pull it down and, and take it 70 yards, or he can, you know, uh, make you miss in the pocket and deliver a strike downfield. So, uh, you know, I hate playing against him because he is a he's a tough opponent, and um, he brings a lot of different challenges to our defense. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, get the better of him this week. But every other week, I, I root for him.
1: Yeah, he's easy, easy to root for, that's for sure you, you guys all are from that good draft class You're all good guys Alright, um, second quarter Scrambling to your right last week The Gabe Davis throw down the sideline I mean, for a hundred years Of quarterbacking, that was Throw the ball away, throw the ball away Throw the ball away Like, where does the confidence come With you and your game To make some of these throws Where most coaches would go, no, 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 don't do that
2: um, I mean, I think it's just the trust that I have in my guys. You know, a guy like Gabe who's consistently shown his ability to come back to the ball and not let balls get intercepted. And, uh, you know, it just took one look from that corner to kind of flip his hips towards me where I knew I had the chance to, to put it over the top of him. And, you know, Gabe made an unbelievable catch. For him to priff the sideline and able to stop and then toe tap it was unbelievable.
1: All right. And then, like, to that. I don't know Sean McDermott that well, but I know he's a defensive coach. When did, you, when did you break the ice or finally get him to buy into letting you make those throws or scrambling and throwing across your body into the middle of the field? Because I got to imagine early on when you got there, he was telling you, don't ever do that crap. How did you get him to accept it?
2: Well, I mean, I, I don't think he's, he's accepted it yet still. <laughs> those are those howdy – how do you plays, you know, how do you do it and those Attaboy plays, you know, it's it's great if you complete it. Um, it's it's terrible if you don't. And uh, that's that's really that's really what it is. Coach Dable said, it better be, you know, damn compelling if you if you throw this play or throw this ball, and the compelling evidence better be he catches the ball. So uh, as long as I throw it and they catch it, it all is dandy.
1: Josh, you the man. Um, you're the man. I, I have no more questions. I do want you to hear my song in person though at least once. I mean, let's go. Okay, yeah. I won't we won't play this on Sunday Night Football. I hope not at least. But it might be on my podcast or something. Uh okay, it really came from this last weekend where you know, you were kind of getting in the zone and I started going, "Man, here we go, Josh Allen, giddy up." And then I don't know, I started humming Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, Josh Allen! Giddy up, giddy up. It's my boy Blue. <laughs> do 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 do. He'll throw lasers right by you. <laughs> That's awesome. I like I'm good, idiot. giddy up That's awesome. A
2: homage to Wyoming. It's the Cowboys. You know, I love it. Okay. How okay. how many songs do you have for other guys?
1: I have one for Aaron Rodgers. He was the first one. And I just make that like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, you're the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. That's what I say to him. I have Patrick Mahomes. You might be too young for this, but I, uh, there was a toy when I was younger called My Buddy. So <laughs> I go, my homie, my homie, my homie and that's that's that song i I feel really embarrassed saying these to you right now but it's very nice of you to act interested and i have a few others too but you're one of like five or six songs that i have only for the special quarterbacks well i'm in good company that's that's awesome (laughs) good all right now go ahead and go win that playoff game this week you the man thanks for taking time man i really appreciate it appreciate you thank you see you josh